0: It is time for the Master Passive Income Show. I'm super excited to have you here with us today. I want to show you how to invest in real estate. Text the word RENTAL, R-E-N-T-A-L, to 33777. RENTAL to 33777. And I will literally give you my free real estate investing course. Full course showing you literally how to do everything from buying properties, finding a new area of the country to invest, making sure you don't lose money, where you're making $250 a month in passive income and you're buying and hold rental properties, I will literally show you that. Remember, text the word rental to 33777. And I am really, really excited to have somebody on that has actually been able to invest as well as all of us here at Master Passive Income and got started investing and bought her first property very, very quickly, as well as she is one of my friend's uh, wives. And obviously, having ex- uh, knowledge of investing himself, he taught her. His name's Charles Rose Jr. He, you know him. He's a part of Master Passive Income as well. And so he actually taught his wife and his wife did everything on her own. Uh, man, Catherine and Charles, thank you so much for being on the show.
1: Absolutely. We are glad to be here with you today. And I'm so glad that Catherine is joining us in this episode. Cause she is just crushing it. Right. I I I told you last time it's I'm a little bit jealous, but you know, in a good way. Not <laughs> not in a bad way, because right, because we have one bank account, right? <laughs> but you know, she she is she is definitely crushing it and she's gotten her first property way faster than I got mine.
0: So Catherine. Now, you started investing, and you're not necessarily like a a big-time investor at all. Like, you just are a normal person just like us, and you saw, hey, it's actually possible. Your husband proved it many times over. So, now, tell us about your thought about getting started investing were you really hesitant were you ready to jump right into it i know you're 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 a little more shy and so i want you to feel at completely at ease everybody here we're all friends here at master passive income so just you know let us know how did how was it when you said you know what it's time to start investing myself because i know charles got over the hurdle i know that was probably a lot of work to get all, both of you over the hurdle to have him start investing but now you saw the proven track record charles knows what he's doing you were able to jump into it talks about you doing it yourself was that rough was that easy? How did you feel?
2: So, you know, something that I'm sure I want is financial freedom. And so, like you said, you know, real estate works. And, um, I was like, you know, I need to get on board with this because two are better than one. As we work together, we get, we can accomplish our goals of financial freedom quicker. So because of that, I started to, um, Join the business.
0: When we think about joining the business or starting the business, um, Charles already has worked in Memphis, Tennessee. That's where he's really predominantly growing his business. But you didn't just jump right into there. You said, I'm going to start my own like brand new area. Because I remember when Charles told me this, he sent me a text and said, hey, Catherine, it's getting your first property. I was like, yes, that's awesome. He started telling me more about it. I was blown away. You started everything from scratch. So Talk to us about that process and where you're investing now.
2: I did your um, real estate course. And it took me like two months, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, after that, we heard from, you know, other investors, like other cities that have, you know, good potential to invest in. And I just wanted to implement what I learned on your course. And um, I started to build our team in Little Rock and Detroit. And I just, you know, continue putting in offers and, just waited until that right deal came in.
0: Obviously, working obviously with Charles, Charles is coaching you through this process. And you understand the master passive income process of building the business first, making sure we have the right property managers, we have the right people in place. Was that something that was a little scary to you, you know, building the business first? Um, Or was that something that like, hey, I got to jump into it because I need to do this before I buy a property?
2: Yes, it was a little bit scary because, you know, I have to um, be talking to people more. And I'm more, like you said, you know, shy, like in the background. So that was a, a challenge. But more than that, I wanted, you know, financial freedom. So I want this to work. And I accepted the challenge.
0: I love that. And you because you, you knew the goal. You knew where you can actually end up. Like the end line of where you're like if you're running a race, you got the um the, the finish line is where you're gonna actually get to, and you know that you can get there. You just need to put the work in to actually get there. Now, the hard part is building the business. A lot of people say the hard part's finding the property. That's in my opinion, that's really simple. Um, I have other people like wholesalers, realtors, and other investors and investor groups and all that stuff. So I could find properties easily. It's building the business that's harder. And so as a new person that's getting into talking to property managers, realtors, and inspectors, you're talking to these new people, how did it come across with you being new? Were you with that nervousness and everything? How did you get over that? Because I know a lot of people when they said, you know, I start talking to property managers and they know I just by the way I'm saying things, they know I have no clue what I'm doing. (laughs) And so I don't have any experience as opposed to somebody who has many properties. How did you get over that? Or what were you able to do to help you get past that?
2: So, um, you know, before I called the property managers or whoever I was calling, we, I had like the questions I was going to ask them. And, um, you know, after maybe my third person, I felt more comfortable. And as I kept calling more people, I was feeling more comfortable where, you know, I was, I was over that fear.
0: That's great. I know a lot of students, when they're asking me in like our group coaching that we have at Real Estate Wealth Builders, we start talking about, well, how do I not sound? Obviously, getting over that scariness or like the, the fear of doing it, but also, how do you not sound like a newbie? One thing that I always try to encourage people is to don't over-elaborate on where you are in your investing career, because a lot of people might try to, I guess, help the person that they're talking to, let's say a property manager or a realtor, know that they have what they need in order to get the job done as far as an investor to buy a property. Let's say it's a, you know, you're talking to a realtor. And so so let's say something like, hi, my name's Dustin and I'm looking to build my team. Like they kind of use the buzzwords like, I'm looking to build my team. I need to find a realtor and I need to find, you know, you start talking too much. For me as an investor, I've done it many times. I don't even, I just, I don't beat around the bush. I'm like, Hey, property manager. Hey, realtor. My name is Dustin Heiner. I'm an investor. I need somebody to help me find properties. Boom. And just leave it like that. And so as you get more and more into the business and become more of an, I wouldn't say expert, but like, you know, your business, you're absolutely going to be able to realize that you don't need to prove to anybody. And so everybody listening to this now, and for you, Catherine, especially right now, you don't need to prove to anybody that you know what you're doing or you don't know what you're doing. You're an investor make that decision. You've already made the decision right now because like you said, you know the finish line, like the, where you're going, the financial freedom. You're an investor. Just start there. Tell yourself you're an investor so that from this point forward, you don't have any of that the you know jitters or bugs kind of inside of you, like getting you nervous. No, I'm an investor. I'm going to get it done. Okay. So now talk to us about, you look at Detroit and Little Rock. So Detroit's in what, Michigan, and then you have Little Rock, Arkansas. And so you have those two. Now you're building the business in both. You're looking for property managers and realtors, which area did you settle on and why did you settle on that area?
2: I'm still kind of working in both areas. I'm, I'm continually putting in offers over and over, over and over. And it just so happened that my first deal came in through Little Rock.
0: That's great. Now in Little Rock, because we're looking at two different cities, and I personally like having my students look through two different cities. And the reason why is it's like, let's say you're going to go fishing if you have one fishing pole and you go to one lake or one pond, you put your fishing pole in, yeah, you're going to do fine catching fish there. But what if you can like have two fishing poles in two different ponds, you're going to have better chances of good at getting good properties or good fish out of those ponds. So that's really good. Now, talk to us about this first deal. How
2: did you find it?
0: And then how did you Run the numbers. Tell us about the numbers. Like, what did you buy it for? How much is the passive income for it?
2: This deal was very interesting because I put in the offer and um, it didn't go through. But I think it fell through, so it came back on the market. And as soon as I saw it, I look at um, my um, calculation and the cash flow and all of that. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to put this deal again. So I messaged my um, realtor. Mm-hmm. And so we put the the offer again and it actually came through. I think they had it for like fifty thousand and then we offered thirty thousand. And they said um no, forty thousand. So when they did that, I was like, Okay, they are willing to negotiate.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
2: Let's <laughs> say um thirty five.
1: I think yeah, I think we did thirty five, yes.
2: Thirty five, and then they was like thirty six. But, you know, <laughs> you know, it was still a good deal. So we was like, okay, we'll settle at 36.
0: Mm-hmm. So with this property on the MLS, it went off the market. You were, you know, put an offer, it went off the market, then it came back on. It's interesting when pro- when offers come back or properties come back on the market, it gets us a little insight to see in what's going on with a property. Maybe the seller, they might say, oh, the buyer didn't have the money, so they backed out. They always say that, like literally always say that. A realtor, a seller's realtor would never say, Oh, the property was bad, so they backed out. They will not say that. They'll say they'll put it on the buyer. Now, as long as you're doing your due diligence, it doesn't matter if it comes back on the property. You never know exactly what it was, but you ran your numbers, you did your due diligence. Now, that's awesome. So you, I, I love negotiating. So I'm so excited that you negotiated on that. I mean, if you went down to thirty-six thousand dollars from fifty thousand, what's that? Fourteen thousand dollars in savings that you literally got just by asking a question. You know, offering lower. Then they countered, which I love it when they counter because it's like, oh, hey, they're willing to play ball, and then you countered again. Just that second question saved you another four thousand dollars. That's money in your pocket. W- tell us a little bit about that that uh, negotiation process. Was that nerve wracking? And going through that, like, were you able to push through that, even though it was you were nervous in doing it?
1: I think I was kind of there for her, like you were for me with the first deal through negotiation, because she was like afraid, just like just like I was mm-hmm. with you, Dustin. And so I literally, you know, I gave her the words, just like you gave me the words. Um, and that's one of the great things I, I love about investing and the coaching with you, Dustin, is, is to help me get through that scary phase. Cause just like me, Catherine, um, you know, she was the first deal she wanted to, you know, she wanted to get it, you know, let's just get this deal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I know if just by, just like you said, Dustin, just by asking that simple question, you, you know, you can save 14,000. And then again, $4,000. So I I literally, you know, just like how you gave me the words, I gave her the words and she literally (laughs) used the same
0: words. I love that. What's great though, on top of that is having that extra person outside of you. Because once you're in the deal, you get emotional. You kind of get not necessarily tied into the property, meaning like you're emotionally attached to it, but you're really close to the deal. If somebody outside that has no stake in the deal whatsoever, they can objectively see what's happening. And so I remember Charles with coaching with you, seeing that whole process of you going through this first, you know, the purchase of your first property. I think you saved like 30 plus thousand dollars on that one property, which was amazing because we saw in the negotiation process, I said, hey, Charles, it's not worth what they're asking for. We need to offer lower just because it's not worth that. They're just, you know, they're throwing a a Hail Mary out there hoping somebody's going to buy it. But no, you got it down so much. So Having that third party or another person that's objective that can see exactly what can be beneficial in a negotiation process is super awesome. Okay. From those numbers, like $36,000, what's the passive income look like on a day, or monthly, monthly basis?
2: It's um, $300.
1: Yep. $300. Yeah. $300. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: $300 a month in passive income. And you got $14,000 off on the purchase price of the home. That's That sounds like almost a home run to me. I mean, anything over $250 is what we're shooting for. $300 a month. I mean, what's that? That's $3,600 a year from this one property. That's a that's, good job, Catherine. <laughs> that's awesome. Now, how did you finance? How did you finance that property? How did you actually get the money to buy it?
2: So this was a, a joint venture. And uh, we use private money and it worked out pretty well.
0: So you found somebody else that had money that wanted to lend and did, are they partners? Are they lending you the money? Do they own part of the house? Do you give them like an interest rate and you have a final payment and you completely own the property?
1: So Dustin, so this was, um, so you remember when I missed the, the coaching call, uh, just, I told you we had a private lender I was meeting with. And so the private lender He, he wanted, he wanted to jump in with this deal on this deal with us. And he, you know, some, some, sometimes he lend us the money, but he wanted to get a piece of the action and he was still willing to lend us the money. But we, we thought, well, you know, we, let's try, let's try doing a, a a deal like this. Well, maybe we could use some of our money to buy even more deals because it worked out advantageous to us. And we know I, well, I know the guy very well as well. And, and I met him in college and. So meeting with him about this deal he he wanted to, be, to get a part of he wanted to be a part of it and he's willing to give us full control of the property and so it worked out really good for us to to get into the deal with him and and split the cash flow and expenses and he also funded the entire purchase of the property. so it worked out really good so another nothing down deal that we closed together.
0: that's fantastic so no money out of your pocket. Now, a lot of people think they want to jump into real estate, they want to just jump right into no money down deals, which it's possible but it's really hard. Charles, you've done a lot of deals and you've also had a lot of experience and on top of that, you've talked to a lot of people about private money. That's how you can actually do really well in getting no money down deals is having experience, having your own properties, and showing a track record to somebody who has money that hey, you lend me money, I'm not going to screw it up. I'm actually going to make sure you get your money back plus Interest on top of that. And because of that, there are no money down deals out there. It's just a little harder to do when you're a newbie. But Charles, because you had that, uh, I guess you already have an investor that's possibly ready. Now, are they like 50-50 partners on the deal with you?
1: Yes, they are 50-50 partners on the deal. And so it just worked out really good for us that way. But Catherine applied some everything she learned from your course. And so she already had lenders lined up for the property. We just so happened to use this particular lender just because I've worked with them um, on, on two other deals and he's a good guy to work with. So even if we didn't get it funded through him, she already had lenders lined up for the deal in Little Rock. So that's, um, it's which was a great situation to have, right? It's a great problem to have when you have multiple lenders on a property. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also too, I also blasted on my, Private money lenders list. Um, remember the email list that you had recommended me starting, and yep. and I try to send out some uh, an article every month, and and every time I have deals, I blast it out there too. So she had lenders lined up. I had some from the private money lenders list and we just went with the most, what we thought was the most advantageous.
0: That's the best thing about having multiple options. You basically have tools. Like if you're, if you're a carpenter or a plumber, like you have a tool belt or a bunch of tools, you just figure out what tool fits into whatever problem it is that you have to fix it. And that's great. Having so many options now with the, so you guys don't live in little rock, Arkansas. How are you able to, make sure that you're not losing money, that you're managing the property well? How are you able to do that living where you guys live now?
1: So yep, it goes right back to applying everything we learned from the ultimate real estate investment system. Um, Definitely, like you always taught us, build the business first. Mm -hmm. So having that property manager in place. So we did that well before putting in offers. And it's so tempting sometimes when you see all the good offers on the market, you just want to, Find an offer and find a property manager, but we we did it we we did it the the right way. We we found the property manager first, so the property manager is managing the day to day operations, and we're just networking and meeting people on the ground to sort of be our eyes on the ground, just like what we did in Memphis. So Catherine is literally replicating the same thing we did in Memphis in Little Rock.
0: So. Everybody heard this, but it, we skipped over it pretty quickly. But I want to catch on. Have everybody catch on to this. So what Catherine said, Catherine, you said that you're putting an offer after offer. A lot of people think, oh, I put in one offer, it didn't work. Let me, I'm just going to move on. No, that's not the way it works. You need to keep continually, continually putting an offer after offer because you never know when one's going to take. It's just like putting a line in the the water and trying to fish. You never know which time it's actually going to hit. So, Catherine, talk to us about. The idea of putting in multiple or different offers on different properties and continually do that. Is that nervous for you? Is that something that you were able to get over pretty easily?
2: I just, you know, continue putting in offers like I think it was like yesterday. I put in like maybe like 12 offers. And as soon as I see one on my email, I'm already analyzing it and sending it to the um, property manager to approve it. And I just continue putting it. And then um, it can become a little bit discouraging sometimes because, you know, for some reason I thought that within a month I was going to have my um, first property because of the work I was putting in. I'm fortunate to have my husband who encouraged me through that and I just continued putting in more offers, more offers until I finally found the right one. Because we don't just want a property, we want that right deal that is going to work for our good. Without cash flow,
0: I agree, and that's great. And you put twelve offers in on one day—that is phenomenal. Most people wouldn't even put that in in a month. And so when they're getting started, they're not realizing that the more offers you put in, the more options or more chances you have to actually getting a good property because you never know at what point the seller is in their process of selling. Somebody might really be like, "I just need to get rid of this property," and if you don't put in an offer, you don't get it. So, man, that's that's fantastic. So, Catherine. What have you learned going through? Is there anything that you that you've learned that you can share with us in going through this process that could help us out as we're getting started?
2: You know, as I was going through your course, um, I remember that you mentioned, "Do not get emotionally attached to the property. You're not going to live there anyway." And then I was like, "What? What is this guy talking about?" (laughs) And so, you know, as I was going through all of it, I realized that it can become easy to become emotionally attached to property, especially after you have been putting in all this work and then you see finally one offer that my work and you do all of your work and then um, it just, it don't work. It don't <laughs> work with um, your cash flow. So I believe that I learned that that's important, not becoming emotionally attached.
0: That's great. And I know in talking to all my students as I'm coaching them, in putting in offers, and knowing your top dollar. Because when you get emotionally attached, you'll go above that top dollar. You know, I should not go above this because above here, it's not worth it, and I'm not gonna be making the right money in passive income, I might even start losing money. And they, if you go above that top dollar, then it's actually gonna be detrimental for you and your business. So that's a great, great lesson to learn. I've, I've had to learn that like many, many times over. It's like, okay, okay, just calm down. It's not that big of a deal. There'll be another property. (laughs) Well, great. Well, Catherine and Charles, you guys are awesome. I'm super excited that um, Charles, you started working with me. I started coaching you one-on-one. You have just destroyed this, this entire process. I crushed it. You've done so well in this business. And now you're coaching Catherine and Catherine is actually doing it on her own. I'm really encouraged by you guys. That's so, so awesome. So you guys are awesome. I really appreciate you guys being on the show. Thank you so much for sharing all your experience. I'll see you guys soon.